Hi, and welcome to Dad Flies Too Close to the Sun, DFCS for short. He's Rod. He's Josh. Each episode, one of us will pick a question that the other has no prior knowledge of. Topics can range from the deep to the truly mundane, and we'll do our best to answer them the way only a father and son know how, by talking over each other, never admitting the other's right. We hope you enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome back. I think today I would like to talk about loyalty. Okay. And what is too much? Because some people can be loyal. You, you hear that phrase sometimes, loyal to a fault. We talked in some episodes, we talk about things like being obsessive or whatever. And I wonder if you have any opinions on when is too much loyalty to anything, like a football team or country or partner. I think that being too loyal would be to a point where you couldn't be honest and i don't mean in a little white lie kind of way so like you're loyal to your kids and you say yeah you read that great or you sang that song the best anyone's ever sung it but i think you know with adults loyalty would be faulty if you know you were setting the other person up to fail now what do you mean by that by loyalty though well sometimes i think you know when you see people go on britain or america's got talent and they've got their mum with them and their mum obviously hasn't been brave enough to tell them, look, you just can't sing. And because they're loyal to them and they love them and that kind of stuff. And therefore, they let them go out and embarrass themselves in front of everyone. Now, you could say that that's just for the person to decide if they wanted to do that. Yeah, people have to learn and make mistakes. They do. But whether they need to be nationally embarrassed to learn that mistake or not, perhaps that's where loyalty has gone too far. Or where you enable a person to do the wrong things. So his mother or dad was always very loyal to that serial killer. Now, can you be too loyal to a thing, like an organisation? So I said football teams earlier, and that's kind yeah. of what I was thinking of. Is there... Because some people are like, you can never be too loyal to a football team. You know, the big ones in Scotland are like Celtic and Rangers, and people are so loyal to get big tattoos yeah. of them on them. Can you be too loyal to something like that? I suspect you can, although I'm a football fan, I'm not a a supporter of those two teams, and they both have a religious aspect about who supports those two teams. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, so when we're talking about football, we're talking about soccer for the American listeners, but if you saw your own fans doing something that was inappropriate and you didn't act or didn't help out, like, say, beating up a rival fan or being racist, and you didn't say anything because you were loyal to your team, then yeah, that would be being too loyal to that. I suppose being too loyal to a cause. How many wars have been fought by people who couldn't either retreat or now here's my question protect for people's you. Or lives? Here's, here's me playing devil's advocate, Kai. I, I can't, I always, this one's quite obvious that we probably do agree with each other, but I want to play devil's advocate this one by something different. Okay. Okay, but if we didn't have that kind of loyalty, there might be no, would there be no individuality in a sense that, you know, if you had no loyalty to your country and so nobody joined the army, would we all just be rolled over with by the one country that did have people who were either forced to go into the army or, you know, all the sociopaths who went into the army because they just like killing or need the money. So there was no people who were in there yeah. to be loyal. I totally get where you're coming from. And you'll know that I'm not a great believer in things like armies, etc. Although I respect people who do join up to do that kind of work. But I often feel it's poorer people's kids who are sent off to war to die for these loyal causes rather than. Perhaps we can get into that for another episode. Save these topics. But you're right. I suspect, certainly historically, loyalty has helped when, say, 
the British were signing up for the Second World War to fight the Nazis. So loyalty was useful then. So in certain circumstances, certainly where you need to people put their lives on the line, perhaps you need that level of loyalty that needs to be unyielding. But in general, I would say it's got to be a balanced loyalty. So an example of that would be where people support the religion regardless of what else is going on in it. So they're almost blinded to Yeah, blinded to what's else. happening. So there might be lots of allegations in a certain religion about what's happening to children and people either deny it or ignore it. Or being loyal to, say, a film franchise, even though, say, producer of those films have had loads of allegations like people being loyal to the Weinstein group, for example... Yeah, and sometimes that can put you in a difficult position. So I like the film Usual Suspects. Kevin Spacey had a lot of allegations yeah, against him, which haven't been proven. So there's a whole kind of ball game there around what you kind of do about whether you, you still watch those films and you still maintain that like they're your favourites or that you're yeah. loyal to kind of yeah it's even definitely awkward interesting you're like it's tricky because sometimes and we're you know it's hard because we're obviously talking as men about these sorts of things and it can be a little tricky because the vast majority of the stuff in those situations and the Kevin Spacey stuff and all that are normally to do with women but, but not in Kevin Spacey not in Kevin Spacey's instance. yes but so it's tricky because you you obviously have to believe the victims but yeah you have your own kind of internal loyalty where you're like I've loved this movie since I was ten. Yeah, and it's hard to it's hard to rewire your brain to change that to be like you. Know, when someone's like, "Oh, what's your favorite movie?" I'm like, "Usual Suspects." Nope, that's not right. Sorry, I mean this. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's it's that kind of changing your own internal loyalty to your remaining too true to things that are true about you. I guess is also a complicated aspect of loyalty as well. And I mean, just because of the kind of work that I do, social work, I would tend to believe people anyway when they say difficult things have happened to them. Well, I think that's the foundation of a good society is believing people when they say sort of stuff Yeah, but it doesn't like seem that. to have been how any societies have been historically. Yeah. That's the bizarre We're thing We're not the about crafters that. of society, so I guess... Yeah. No. But um, from my point of view, I generally kind of, I mean, you've got to be careful because everyone is entitled to innocent until proven guilty. I think that's the same in America, isn't it? It is. But let's not get into that now. That's right, that okay. a little more hot water in America for that sort of thing. All right, okay. But yeah, loyalty, I think um, you're right. It's tricky because there's so much kind of, even just in your family, there's so much you kind of have to hold yourself to because you love people and you want to make sure that you can kind of, I guess loyalty and love can be the same sort of thing when you're talking about people, just so anyone listening doesn't keep getting confused why we say them as almost synonyms of one another. Yeah. But... I think that, yeah, and say a family setting, just to kind of change gears a little bit again. Yeah, you're right. You have to kind of be brave enough to be honest because if you're too loyal and you, because of that you go blind with it, then, yeah, you're probably not actually benefiting that person in it or helping that person anyway. Maybe that's almost the antithesis of being a loving and loyal family member. Yeah. By not then at the same time betraying your loyalty to tell them how it is or call them out on their crap. On saying that, that would be your 
perception of things as well. Yeah, of course. But, of course. yeah, and a loyalty, I think, to some degree, you always want to be loyal and supporting your kids no matter what. But there's always going to be boundaries within that if they become a serial killer, for example. Now, are there things... Okay, so we kind of, we've touched on some things that, yeah, you probably should try and, yeah, maintaining your loyalty to is probably not great. But in terms of stuff like Marvel and DC, right? My question is, is there things like Marvel and DC, say, for example, that actually don't require any sort of loyalty you know because some people are such mega fans of these sorts of things that they'll fight with other people or spend a lot of time on the internet screaming back and forth to people or showing actors or getting cast in you know movies as these characters that they love so much and to me i wonder as a fan of comics i wonder if actually there's no like out of all like some of the things in the world there are some things that actually people just shouldn't have any sort of that sort of strong attachment to yeah everyone's entitled to love things and enjoy things but i do wonder if maybe the creators of these things should be like hey guys you don't need to fight over which is better like you can like it's fine like you often that. think there's a money side to these things, though, where they're wanting you to go and see their film. Yeah, the controversy yeah. will spark. It's like music. You know, sometimes people say, oh, I love this kind of music, I don't like that kind of music. And I just like songs that I like. So I might hear something and think, I don't like that. And on the other hand, I might hear something and think, I like that song. And I'm like that with comic books. If there's lots of characters in it, especially different baddies, then I often like those books more than other ones where there's only one or two characters in it. I don't think I have any sort of set thing. But as I get older, things that I would have been more passionate about in terms of loyalty, like my football team, I notice the kind of financial side that's stuck to that. So often for football in this country, there's... We were talking about Celtic and Rangers, for example, but it would be the same of all the Scottish football teams where you're paying a lot of money now for a strip and things like that. So do you think maybe the concept of loyalty changes from when you're a child and an adult? Like, do you think that, like, on reflection, Dad, do you think that now, looking back, you're like, yeah, maybe I followed some things blindly, and as I grew, I kind of learnt more? Yeah, I think that is the case. So as I've learned more about the world, how things work, and certainly around finances, I've realised that a lot of loyalty is manipulated by, I guess, clever companies and advertising. You know, that's why they call it brand loyalty. So they're wanting you to drive a particular type of car and to drive that car forever. And if that car breaks, replace it with the same brand of car. Yeah, they're not going, actually... Why don't you just love cars to everyone? And then perhaps they'll get a slice of that market because more people love cars. Instead, what they're doing is say, oh, buy BMW, for example, buy Ford for these reasons. You know, often they're associated with safety for your family. And if, if loyalty is not about keeping your family safe and protected and healthy and those kinds of things, you know, they know what to target. And I think they kind of manipulate a lot about loyalty. But yeah, I've noticed that in the sort of financial things that they just try and get your cash out of you by trying to get you to be loyal to one thing. And uh, actually, I think if you enjoy comics or superhero movies, you're probably going to enjoy some from DC, some from Marvel, some of the stuff that's on Netflix, Dark Horse. And so perhaps, you know, when, you know, anyone who's listening, when you're thinking about loyalty, you're thinking about 
things that you feel so strongly and loyal for. Maybe actually it's about knowing that you like things but never making them so much part of your personality that you almost lose sight of their flaws. Yeah. You know, you should never lose sight of the flaws your family have. You should never lose sight of the flaws that franchises or businesses or teams or countries have. Yeah. And maybe that's a nice way to think about it. And ultimately, often focusing on yourself and making sure that you're loyal to the good person you are yourself probably helps you make decisions about the other things that you're loyal to in life. It's much easier to be loyal to a nice, good person than it is to someone you're not really sure of, especially if that's yourself. Yeah, and so be critical and think, you know, reflectively, but don't beat yourself up. Yeah. Thank you for listening.